You're listening to Three Fuel Podcast, a podcast about the most advanced sports nutrition and sports recovery product on the planet. I'm your host, Aaron Olson. For more information, go to threefuel.com. I'm here today with Thomas Cox. Thomas is a CrossFit athlete and creator of MealFit. Thomas, thanks for being on the show. Man, Aaron, I am so glad to be with you guys. How's everything going with you? It's going great. Thomas, so give me a little bit of your background into sports. How did you get interested in in sports in the first place? Well, my dad was a high school football coach for 37 years. And so him being involved in that, I was automatically uh, just, you know, into that scene. You know, I was on the sidelines uh, when I was five years old and uh, from then on, up until about two years ago, from the time I was five to the time I was about 32, I had been on the sideline ever since I was five. So, I mean, you know, it was in my blood. I played through three, three or four sports growing up as a kid. I always did that kind of stuff. I was always involved. And so just being in the sports uh, thing was just – it just came natural to me. It just came natural uh, just simply because of who my dad was. And so I got it from there. And then uh, from there, I went on to play uh, high school football. I went on to play um, college football. And then after college football, I coached high school for a couple years and then went on and coached college football for um, eight or ten years. And then here the last two years, I've gotten out of the coaching scene and as far as football is concerned and uh, done a, went on to other endeavors. So um, I'm enjoying life right now, that's for sure. Okay, so you, you've got a very strong background in football, but you've also got a background in CrossFit. When did you start getting interested in CrossFit? Well, when I was working at Tennessee Tech University back um, what, 2007, I got to working at Tennessee Tech University in 2007. Well, after I got to work in there, I met this guy named Chip Pugh. Well, Chip was the head strength coach, and we just hit it off. We had both had a like-minded um, interest. We were both into the same kind of things. We were both uh, around the same age. He played college football at uh, Ohio University, and um, just you know, both believers. And so we were both had the same thought process. Well, he I, at the time I was running marathons. So I've run four marathons um, in my life, and so I'd run four marathons, and I was into the running thing. Well. He started. He he came to me one day. He's like, "Hey, I, we started doing this thing called CrossFit," and I was like, "What is it?" And we started talking about it. And it to me, it just sounded like interval training and circuits and things like that. And, but I started doing it with him. Well, the problem with CrossFit is they do so many things that put you in a bad, uh, an uncomfortable position as far as the things you're not used to doing. You know, uh, the way that the way you do pull ups, you know, the kettlebell work, um, all the different handstand push ups, all those different types of things. I'd never done before dealing with a big 20 pound wall ball. And so he got me into it. Well, shortly thereafter that he, he started teaching a guy in class named rich Froning. Well, chip introduced rich to CrossFit. And some people know that if you've been following rich for a while, you know that that's how rich got into CrossFit was through chip pew because chip was teaching a strength and conditioning class at Tennessee tech university. And rich just happened to be in the class and, <clears throat> excuse me and chip started talking about this thing called crossfit well you know obviously the rest is history and rich has you know done the things that he's done and but that's how i got into it i met chip and then shortly thereafter that i met rich um before right before he right around the time when he finished second to graham is when i met rich 
Okay. Okay. So you you went from football to marathoning to CrossFit. Um, yeah. how, did, how did that transition take place? You're doing football, which is a high intensity sport. Then you switch over to marathoning. Uh, what yep. was that like? Uh, marathoning was uh, the reason I did that is because when I was in North Carolina, I coached at NC State University, and that's what those guys did. They ran. They ran a lot, and we would run on game day. We would run during the week, and it was just one of those things that we did. And so I just got into it with them. Well, we started running all these miles, and then all of a sudden, we um, after running all those miles, I just said, well, shoot, let's do a race. And so I did a half marathon. Well, after I did a half marathon, I said, you know what? I think I can tackle this marathon. Well, I did a marathon, but the first marathon I did, did by myself, and it was brutal. And then I finally – and I did one with somebody, and then I did one with my wife. And then I did one with um, uh, some friends of mine. So I've done it in all aspects, really, really competitive, just to finish, do it with my wife, and then all of a sudden did it with some buddies. And so I've done every aspect of how to train and do those things. So it was fun. I liked it um, because it was time by myself. We would get up. I would get up at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning and go run. Uh, And it it gave me time to myself, and I really, really enjoyed that. Uh, time when I was ha- that I was having. So, mm-hmm. so what what sort of training program did you use when you were marathoning? Have you bought into the <clears throat> high intensity, uh, low volume, or were you doing the traditional high volume stuff? Were you mixing in CrossFit? Yeah. What was going on? No, I wasn't mixing in CrossFit at all. I was doing lots of miles and lifting weights, maybe one day a week, twice a week, which was a big change for me because I'd been a big weightlifter in college. Mm-hmm. Well, so I got into that, um, and then. Uh, I had not met Brian McKenzie or got into that CrossFit endurance thought process yet. And so I was still just running long, slow miles uh, the whole time. Well, uh, you know, not, not too terribly long ago, I met Brian McKenzie and started, you know, adhering to his thought process as far as marathoning is concerned. So I had a – it's been, a, it's been a, a great relationship with Brian and myself. So I mm-hmm. think that if I, if I was to run another marathon, that's the way I would do it. I would do the intense intense you know sessions with the crossfit mixed in with the one long run on the weekend okay so thomas you also have started a company called meal fit can you tell me a little mm-hmm. bit about that sure uh so when i started when i got when i got done uh coaching ball i was into uh, i got started working at our church when i started working at our church um you know when you're into fitness and you and you're in shape people automatically think that you know everything there is about fitness and food and all that kind of stuff well, the great thing about CrossFit is CrossFit's uh, dynamic and the thing that they, they think they hold really high is nutrition. And so in turn, they really in, kind of force nutrition down your throat. Not in a bad way, but it's just always talking about it. Even, at least the good coaches are anyway. And so uh, I started, you know, just by default, by being in the CrossFit community, by being on the CrossFit Journal, by being CrossFit.com, I just started picking up stuff on nutrition. Well, I started enjoying it. I've always enjoyed cooking, and I've always enjoyed that, that aspect of it because when I was in college, I, um, we lived in an apartment. And so I had, they gave us money for our scholarship. They gave us money to cook because we didn't have a big cafeteria on campus. And so I started cooking, and I learned how to cook. Well, after I learned how to cook, it just came. I just enjoyed it. Well, <clears throat> through CrossFit, I started learning more and more about nutrition. And even beyond the fact of just the stuff that CrossFit was uh, posting, I was d- um, getting deeper and deeper into the nutrition aspect. And so this guy came up to me at church and said, why don't you just give me, tell me what I need to be eating? And I said, okay. 
And so I said, why don't I do this? Why don't I lay it out for you? And I, why don't I make it easy so I can just give you a grocery list so you know exactly what to buy? He said, that'd be awesome. Well, him and his wife did it for a couple of weeks. He's like, man, this is great. He said, my wife didn't even look at the what's on the menu. She just she just opens a grocery list and goes and buys the food. I was like, oh, that's awesome. And he said, you need to market this thing. I was like, what do you mean? He said, you need to you know, get a Facebook page. I was like, I'm not even on Facebook, bro. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah, I'm not even on Facebook. Nothing like that. Hmm. So I started doing that. Uh, and here we are, I guess, you know, almost two years later and, uh, we've got a great company and, uh, we're helping a lot of people, uh, lose a lot of weight. A lot of people get fit. A lot of people just, uh, improve their lives, you know, improve their lives there. And I'm not into, you know, big weight loss numbers, even though that's great. If that's your goal, I want people, I want to help people. I want to give people time and take away stress of eating. My, my job and thought process is to take away all your excuses for what you have that you can't eat well. So I want to take away those excuses. Well, tell me tell me more about that. I mean, how, how does it actually work? So I, I sign up for a program and you give me a paleo style of eating or what, mm-hmm. what, what are my options there? And do I get that in an email and then I, and I just go to the grocery store and buy that stuff? Or how does it work? Yep, exactly. So what we do is we're not really, we're, we've got two different plans there. We've got a paleo plan and then the strict paleo. But it's also measured out in the zone because i know some people are really in the zone because crossfit preaches the zone concept and so what we've got a plan that's zoned out in four block meals that's strict paleo which is very very hard to come by not a lot of people are doing that well we've got another plan that's just what we call the original plan it's 95 percent paleo it's mostly paleo it's not totally paleo because there's cheese in there every now and again and things like that that's more for just people that want to lose weight so it's on the low carb aspect People that want to lose weight and just want to trim down and, and get and just eat better whole foods. So you got those two different plans you can pick from. What it does is we'll email you every week, get sends you exactly what to buy, exactly what to make, and exactly how to make those things. Now the other thing that I think is really cool about what we do is two of those meals every week are crock pot meals. So where all you have to do is put it in a crock pot and let it go, and you got dinners ready when you get home at night. And so a lot of people really like that because it's convenient. You know, if you were to take a poll, everybody's busy, Aaron. Everybody's busy. I don't care if you've got kids or you don't have kids. Everyone is busy. And if everyone is busy, they like convenience. And so that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to make eating simple and trying to make it easy for people to eat healthy. Mm -hmm. And so will this work for someone who's running a marathon versus someone who's doing CrossFit? I mean, how do you keep, uh, say, something like carbohydrates um, in a balance for different types of athletes? Or is that something that we need to think about at all? Yeah, well, you know, there goes another opinion about how uh, we should do things. I'm not a big carb guy. I think that you, in just about any sport, you can... Um, adapt uh, your nutritional intake to be a fat-burning athlete. Now, the jury is still out on if that is true for the for the for the big, involved, full-time CrossFit athlete like a, <clears throat> a Rich Froning or Scott Panchik or a Jason Kalipa type guy that is a competitor. Do they need more carbs? Yes, probably just because of glycogen storage and all those different types of things because of the volume that they're having to do. For the everyday guy that CrossFits five or six or seven days a week, that's a weekend warrior that's going to go do competitions every now and then, does he need bunches and bunches of carbs? I don't believe he does. To be honest with you, I don't believe he does. Um, so, now, the other thing that we do, that, that kind of sets us apart, that kind of sets Milfit apart from other you know, plans and things like that is <clears throat> I am accessible. 
That's the thing you get when you get with meal fit. You get me. You get me that, that helps you. Like you know, I talked to a girl yesterday who is trying to lose the last 10 pounds. You know, she's last 10. Well, I talked to her, so well, what are you eating? And she goes on and tells me about bananas. Then she goes on and tells me about protein shakes. Then she goes on and tells me about yogurt. Well, all that stuff sounds really, really healthy. But the bottom line is she is consuming a crap ton of sugar. And I just told her, I said, this is great in theory. I said, but you are consuming a lot of sugar. And I said, so in order for you to really succeed and lose that last 10 pounds, you're going to have to drop all the sugar that you're consuming, girl. And she, she had no idea. She thought that she was eating good because those are quote unquote healthy things. And, you know, it just, I'm not saying those things are unhealthy, but I am saying is that those things have tons of sugar in them. When you have sugar in your body, you're going to burn sugar as opposed to fat for energy. And it's just not not the best thing, in my opinion, the, the way to live. Okay. Well, this this sounds really interesting because I've also seen on your website that by signing up for this, it's going to help you save time and money. Um, give me an example of one of your favorite meals that you would have in, say, a plan that I ordered from your website. Okay. So last two weeks ago, <clears throat> we did a um, pork tenderloin. Okay. Super easy with some carrots. Well, it was unbelievable. It tasted so good. And um, that's something that you would order. Uh, you would get another thing that's a fan favorite is pizza stir fry. So everybody loves, I don't know many people that don't love pizza. I mean, right. just about everybody loves pizza in some way, shape, form, or fashion. So what we've done is we've created this dish that's pizza, but we put it in a stir fry form. So we've gotten rid of all of the, the bread and the gluten and all that kind of stuff. Because, you know, the, big, the hot thing these days is gluten-free, gluten-free. I'm gluten-free. Mm-hmm. Hell, people don't even know what gluten is. You know, but they're but but yet they're gluten free. And so um, that's those are two of the things, you know, we kind of make a paleo, mostly paleo dishes with a southern twist is kind of what the way I like to put it. You know, I'm a southern guy. And so I like my southern favorites. So I like to take these southern favorites and put a put a healthy twist on them to make it more appealing to people. So Mm -hmm. but those are a couple of things you'll get. So tell me, as, as an entrepreneur and someone who leads an active lifestyle, how do you fit in um, things like workouts into your busy lifestyle? You, you know what, Aaron? I, I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday or two days ago that's uh, a pastor. And I said, uh, his name is Bowman. I said, Bowman, you know what? I said, if you're going to be a great family man and spend time with your kids and spend time with your wife and you're going to work out five or six days a week, keep yourself in shape and you're going to eat right and you're going to be great at your job, I said, you're going to sleep less than the average person. You're going to sleep less. I said, and so the way I work these things in is I, you have to be regimented with what you're doing in your, as far as your schedule is concerned. Because what will happen is you'll turn around twice and it'll be 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. You haven't really got anything done. So you've got to have a plan, in my opinion. I think you need to wake up early. I think that the, or the morning is the best time of the, of the day. And you can get more done in the morning than you can any other time of the day because – Everybody's sleeping, and when everybody's sleeping, it's quieter, and when it's quieter, you can concentrate. So I, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in waking up early. You know, this morning I woke up, you know, about 3. Well, I woke up, and I got stuff done. I, I read. I started working a little bit. I started getting the kids' breakfasts ready. I started getting their clothes ready. So I had all these things done before everybody really even started the day. And so what that did, that will allow me time today to get work done that I need to get done for my business and then in the afternoon, I'll go about 2.30 or 3, and I'll go lift uh, with my buddies at the gym. And then I'll get home at 4, 4.15, and I've got the rest of the evening with my kids. 
Uh, and you know, some of those days I alter some things in the afternoon to spend more time with my kids. But I think it comes down to being disciplined with your schedule and not letting, not getting distracted throughout the day. Have a plan. If you don't have a plan, you will waste your time doing things you don't need to be doing or things that will suck your time. You know, that's why I'm not in, I'm not saying nothing negative about fantasy football. I'm not a fantasy football guy. I think it's a major time robber. I think that social media can also be a time robber if you get, keep it out of perspective, if you don't have it in perspective and are using it right. So I think having a schedule and sticking to a plan and being disciplined with that is a major, major um, aspect of getting things done and being productive. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned there that you have kids. Um, how do you keep them active and do they eat these healthy meals as well? Yes. So anything that you, that you would eat on MilFit, uh, I have done the week before. So this week, I am, we are eating the things that you are going to eat next week. So all this th- stuff is tested. There's been a lot of nights where I've screwed something up and it hadn't been very good, and I've went back and I fixed it and to made it to where it tastes good. To take this out, to add this to it. My wife is my biggest critic, and so uh, I don't get away with anything. And I also make sure that it's something my kids eat. That's the one thing you won't see in a lot of my dishes. You will not see a lot of spicy things. We don't do a lot of spicy stuff simply because I have kids. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of the things I do, I give the option of adding sriracha sauce or adding red pepper or adding cayenne or things like that. But I always put it on there that it's optional because a lot of the times I don't put that in there because I have a six and a three-year-old. But yeah, to answer your question, yes, my kids eat it. And um, I think one of the, thing, the mistakes that people make these days is they feed their kids the same thing over and over again. They don't um, you know, expose them to the different uh, foods that are out there. And so we make our kids eat what we what we put put forth, put upon the table. And if they don't want to eat it, they won't eat. Um, a lot of times our, our kids will eat, you know, three or four bites and say they don't like it. Well, then they'll want yogurt or they'll want a banana or something like that. And I'll say, no, your, 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 your food is on the table. And what'll happen is they'll go back, they'll eat. And then if they still want something, they can get something from there. Um, I, I really, really think that's a major, major thing that we need to do with our kids these days is making, making sure that they are eating good and eating a lot of different foods. Uh, my daughter uh, hated avocado, hated it for years, two, three years. And all of a sudden, one day, she sees her mom eating half an avocado every morning. And then one day she gets up, and all of a sudden, she likes avocado. Well, mm-hmm. why is that? We've exposed her to it. We've exposed her to Brussels sprouts and, and chicken thighs and you know different all these different things that, that are not – pizza chicken fingers and uh you know biscuits (laughs) you know what i'm saying right right so okay uh thomas you you also mentioned on your website that you use three fuel and that uh you recommend that uh tell me about a little bit about how you use it well it's funny i I love uh this is one of my favorite products out there people ask me all the time about protein shakes and i'm not a big i'm not a big protein shake guy I, i just not i think if you're a if you're a competitor and a high-level athlete and you're a triathlete or you're a um, CrossFit athlete or something like that, I think that those things are probably needed just simply because of time. Uh, if you're a weekend warrior and you're working out four, three or four or five days a week and you're just, you know, you got a nine to five, you got kids, I don't think that protein shakes are needed. But with three fuel, I like it uh, in the morning when I drink my coffee. So what I do is I'll take about 15 or 20 ounces of coffee and I'll mix the coffee with coconut oil and grass-fed butter. And then what I'll do is I'll add a scoop, scoop and a half 
of three fuel to it. And it's like, it's like breakfast, to be honest with you. When I, cause I wake up really early. And so what I'll do is I'll drink my coffee at three or four in the morning and then I'll come back and I'll eat a couple eggs and some sausage or bacon around eight thirty ish, around eight thirty ish. And so I'm, I've gotten two meals in, but one of them is a lot, a lot of fat uh, with some protein. Now, the the th- reason I like the three fuel is it is a pure product. If you look on the back of the bag, there is not four thousand different ingredients like there is on a lot of these, um, you know, protein shakes that people have. It's pure. Um, it's a pure drink. It's a pure mix. It is uh, got grass fed uh, whey protein. It's non, no GMO in anything that they have. It's gluten free, and the carb, the carb is a thermocarb, which is super duper low on the glycemic index, so that it's not a fast burning, uh, it's not a fast burning carb. Um, so it's in the fat is from coconut milk. So it's it's a pure product, and that's what I like because I'm a big proponent of uh, whole foods and uh, non processed things. So mm-hmm. I, I love it. I think it's a great product. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that it helps a lot with recovery. And um, yes. you know, speaking of recovery, it sounds like you don't get much sleep. Are you going to sleep at like a super early hour, or do you just have you always not needed much sleep? You know what? I think that as you, I don't go to bed super early. I go to bed at between nine thirty and ten thirty. Um, so I mean, I get, I get you know what five or six hours a night. I guess sometimes every now and again, like last night, I, I laid down about nine fifteen. Uh, just, it all depends. It all depends on what I had a hard, hard workout yesterday afternoon. So I was pretty tired yesterday afternoon, mm. but I don't, I don't stay up late, super duper late. Uh, just, I like try to get my work done during the day because my wife likes to spend time at night. And so I try to spend my time with her at night and with my kids at night. So I try not to work a lot at night, right. even though that's where a lot of people are on social media. A lot of people are doing their emails. I do mine during the day. And a lot of people are on it at night. And so it, it gets hard sometimes because I can't, I don't usually respond. I don't take time away from family to respond to people uh, just simply because of, uh, you know, I, my family is the most important thing. Yeah. Well, Thomas, it's been great talking with you today. Where do you recommend people go to find out more about you? Uh, my website is mealfit.co. It's M E A L F I T dot C O. It's not dot com, it's dot co. And uh, that's the best place to get me. I answer. Millfit.co is not a huge uh, company. It's a it's a one man show. I've got people that work for me as far as like uh, doing different things, but as far as the emails and all the stuff that going on the website, it all runs through me. And so, if you get on that website, you will get me. So, uh, Millfit.co. Great, thanks, Thomas. It was great having you on the show. Thank you so much, Aaron. I appreciate it. You've been listening to Three Fuel Podcast. For more information, go to threefuel.com. To save 10% on your order, use the promo code 3FOLSEN.